Uh, okay, so I'm supposed to do this summary of the book of Acts, not this week, but next week at the Philip Project. It's for this lecture, and this is my preparation in this video. Yeah, uh, what's new? Welcome to, the daily, welcome to the Daily Bible Reading Show. We're looking at Acts today and trying to summarize it. What's Acts about? You know, how does it apply to us and to our churches today? And when I was thinking of Acts, for some reason, for some reason, I was thinking of YouTube. <laughs> Specifically, your church YouTube page. Because if you think about it, you know, probably didn't exist two years ago. You know, because of COVID, we have church on YouTube. Because of lockdown, we have our Sunday services on YouTube. And as a result, you can actually look at your YouTube page for about two years worth of sermons, of church services. And you can actually see how things have changed. You know, you can look at all those events that maybe were too long <laughs> or embarrassing or, you know, really, really uh, God-glorifying and really something to be thankful for. But whatever it is, it's very objective, it's there, and you actually look at it in your YouTube page. I was thinking that actually that has a lot, a lot of similarities to the book of Acts because Acts kind of like details the history of the church from its birth to its explosion around the world. And it starts with just a bunch of people having dinner with Jesus, ends with churches planted everywhere. And the interesting thing is not just in Jerusalem, not just in Israel, but actually all around the world. And it's just worth, again, thinking of the context of our own church and here, you know, God's plan for His church because, you know, your church is His church, right? Yeah. Anyway, okay, so I thought we'll break Acts up into uh, three parts, beginning, middle, end. That means it's just a snapshot, you know, I'm still preparing, I might change this later or delete this video, who knows. But anyway, I thought we'll look at the beginning of Acts, the middle of Acts, at the end of Acts to look at Jesus, Peter, and Paul at kind of like a progression of how the gospel goes from Jesus to the apostles to the ends of the earth. And so we start with Jesus in the beginning, and Luke says this, in the first book, O Theophilus, I've dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach. And that's just really, really helpful because here's the author saying that, hey, have you read my first book? You know, that's the foundation of this book. That first book, which is Luke's gospel, talks about Jesus's death and resurrection you know, how he died for our sins, he rose for our justification, and all that is the foundation of Acts. All that is the foundation of the church. And he's saying, actually, in order to understand what's going on here, you need to see Jesus. You need to see and understand what he did for us on the cross. I think that's really helpful because all the way throughout Acts, what you find running through it are these sermons. You know, there are like 10, maybe, maybe more than that, you know, lots of sermons all about Jesus and all about the resurrection. Essentially, just reminding us about this. What's happening here today, you're hearing this sermon, you know, the church explodes in growth, or maybe people want to kill you because of this sermon. It's because Jesus Christ died on the cross. And because of that, you who are hearing this need to acknowledge that He is Lord. He is God. He is your Savior or He is your judge. So the first thing you see is that it all builds upon this foundation of the cross, of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
So that's the first bit. Jesus. In the middle, we jump to Acts chapter 10, and we look at Peter. And just to give some context, it's a really long chapter. Again, I'll just summarize it. Peter is preaching the gospel to an unclean person. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to preach to this person, but God says you have to. <laughs> and in fact, God gives him this vision of unclean food and animals. And Peter says, no, 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 I don't want to eat this because, you know, in the Jewish laws, you're not supposed to eat certain things very pantang. But God says, do not call unclean uh, what God has made clean, or do not call common what God has made clean. And so in the vision, he thinks it's about food. But now that he meets this Gentile, this non-Jewish person, this unclean person, God is saying that I have made him clean. And so Peter, you know, reluctantly preaches the gospel to this soldier called Centurion, Centurion called Cornelius. And let me read to you verse 44. While Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word. And the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. Now, just notice that last phrase, even on the dot, 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 dot. Who do you think does not deserve to be in church? That's the dot, 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 dot. <laughs> because these guys, you know, who faithfully go to church every week, they know the gospel, you know, they are the leaders in the church. They're going, huh? That guy also can be saved. <laughs> And that's why it says, the believers among the circumcised. You know, Peter is people who have been circumcised, they follow the law of God. Here are people who don't follow the rules, who aren't amongst God's people receiving the Holy Spirit as a sign for them to say that, hey, you should be preaching to them. They have been brought in by God into his kingdom. And so what I find in the middle here is kind of like a message, not just for the outsiders to come in, but for the insiders to go out. You know, for Peter to see that the gospel needs to go out. He needs to be preaching not just to his friends, but maybe even to his enemies. And that's in the middle here because it's kind of like a turning point. The church has been growing, 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 but just in Jerusalem. Growing, 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 but just amongst the people of God. He needs to grow outwards towards those who have yet to hear the gospel. Finally, in the end, we find Paul preaching to some old people. <laughs> this is the last chapter of Acts, and Paul is now in Rome. So started from Jerusalem, went outwards, outwards, outwards to the end of the world, that's Rome. And now Paul is preaching, you, sh you should expect, to Romans or to Caesar. Actually, no. He preaches to the kind of people he could preach back home. He actually preaches to synagogue leaders and Bible study leaders. And he says to them in verse 28, so Acts 28, 28, it says, therefore, let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles and they will listen. And it's so convicting. It's so convicting that the book of Acts ends this way. It ends with Paul telling his own friends, you don't want to listen to this, they will listen. Now, why is this important? Because the book of Acts does not end with Paul preaching to Gentiles. It does not end with Paul receiving this huge kind of like response from people around him saying, oh, I want to become Christians. He actually ends with people who think they're Christians, who think they belong to God, refusing to speak this gospel to others. Now, again, the context of Acts and the context of me preparing this message of Acts is actually in 
International Ministry. I'm giving this lecture to a bunch of students in the Philip Project as a Bible course for internationals. And many people hear international ministry and think ministry to internationals. Makes sense, right? You know, kids ministry, you minister to kids. Adults ministry, you minister to adults. International ministry, you minister to internationals. Let me tell you, that's not the case. That's not the case with Acts, because Acts says that international means, international ministry means you preach to the insiders and remind them to preach to the outsiders. Acts is essentially preaching to us who have the gospel today, preaching to the church, saying, don't let this gospel just stay within your church. Bring it out, preach it out, and let God bring other people into his kingdom through this gospel and maybe even through your church. How's that? How's that? How's that? Yeah, okay. That's what I have so far. My summary from the book of Acts. Yeah. Take care, God bless, and maybe, maybe, maybe I'll have something better next week. Shoo.